While you're nodding to the sound of the beat, let me tell you how you can take your training and racing to the next level. Train Smooth offers a full online coaching service for as little as $60 per month. I also offer a membership coaching service for as little as $20 per month. And if it's only swimming you want, well, that's nice and simple. We provide full structured swim sessions every single week for as little as $10 per month. All you have to do is visit trainsmooth.com. G'day there, trendsetters. Welcome to episode... 374 of the Trainsmove podcast. My name is Tim Egg, and if you have any questions, jump on through to the website, trainsmove.com. On the homepage there, it says submit your questions. Click on that bad boy, and you should get the instant gratification knowing that you're helping support the show by coming up with a question, and not only coming up with a question, but also taking the initiative in clicking on the website and typing it all in and just sending it away, and it just comes through to my little phone, and I go, oh, you little ripper. Then I just put it into a little box and I forget all about it. But it still makes me feel good for that for that second. Um, just every now and again, I like to talk about random crap that has absolutely nothing to do with triathlons or endurance sports. And, you know, just random crap that I'm interested in. Just like today's date is the 23rd of November, just in case you're listening to it in a few days' time. On this day, in 1616, Dutch explorers found Australia. They stepped on foot and they stepped onto the land, looked around, thought it was a big pile of crap, jumped back in their boat and, you know, set sail. Just skip a, to skip a, you know, several decades later, Captain Cook found the country and sent a bunch of convicts. Yeah, on today's, where was it? Um, in today, 1788, Captain Phillips brought the first lot of um, convicts from England. 736 convicts landed in Botany Bay on today. That to me, that's crazy. Not only did that happen, um, a, a little bit later, he also landed on the. It's right in front of me. I'm just trying to find it now. Like a, a few years later, he, he landed in the found, discovered the Great Barrier Reef. So it's just just some cool crap happening on today. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't really talk. It's talking about um, Australia. It's a little bit more random crap. So if you come here for the you know travel and stuff, you might just want to skip forward a little bit. My son came home from school, and we're, we're talking. And he says, um, you know, oh, what's the point of doing grammar? I hate doing grammar at school. Oh, so, and I'm trying to explain to him the importance of grammar and, you know, it's, it's kind of one of those must-learn things. And he, he he was telling me this worksheet he's working on. And he goes, like, the, you know, the frog and toad, we have to tell. Her. And I go, well, that's. I wouldn't call that grammar. That that's slang, and that's a that's Australian slang. And he's saying, oh, and then coming up with you know, and what about the um, Johnny Hoppers? And I go, that that's slang. And I just wanted to do a quick the quick U turn, go back to the school and just hug the, his teacher for teacher for making all her students learn the Australian slang. It's, it's I just think it's the best language ever. You, it, not many people use it in Sydney, Western Australia, it's dying, but in Queensland, definitely in Tasmania, Northern Territory, South Australia, it's still red hot, it, it, you know, Australian slang, I just love it, so it's just a bit of random, more random crap, but anyway, um, I guess, you know, we should do a triathlon related question, comes from Chris, who writes, 
Given the UK weather, I'm spending a lot of time training indoors, especially at weekends when it's either really cold or heavy rain. Will I suffer for my for not getting outdoors and onto the road rather than training on the treadmill and the watt bike? Um, good question. If you're doing, if you know, if you're doing proper structured training with a purpose, you should leave winter a lot stronger, faster than what you went going into winter. Um, you could do a hundred percent of your training indoors if you like, and you should be you should have a higher vo2 you should have probably your threshold power is going to be higher you're just you should be anything under an hour you should be hitting pbs left right and center um if you're doing it structuring it it's you know you're still getting some some people sticking with the old you know once you try once your season's done you have some time off, get done fit, and then slowly build back. Keeping it all in all in zone one, zone two, and you know, just building a build that aerobic base back up. You, let's say you do that right. By the time you get to winter, within your you're still nowhere near where you were at the start of winter. You you've lost a whole lot of fitness, and so you should be using this time in the on the treadmill on the run uh, on the treadmill and on the bike to really take your um cycling and running fitness to a new level so when you're actually getting out of winter into spring and starting to put some more miles in you should be taking a, a bigger step forward than where you were this time last year um now and so all you have to do kind of all you have to do is start adding a little bit more volume a little bit more intensity a little bit more volume and then you should be hitting you know way bigger levels than what you did the the season before so um start working on uh, increasing that vo2 max ceiling if you can increase your ceiling well then you can start uh, and then when you start hitting the threshold your threshold starts increasing because your threshold, all your threshold is, is a percentage of your VO2. Um, so you you start lifting all that. So if you're going into the into your garage or jumping on the treadmill and then you might you know just have a have a little run while watching you know season three of the Queen. And then you might jump on the bike and watch the next episode of The Queen. And, you know, not really having any purpose to it. You're going to lose fitness. You're going to lose um, a whole lot of effort. I'll also say um, I've noticed people who spend a lot of time on their bikes indoors generally lose a lot of their bike skills for out, once they hit outside so um not only should you be working on increase you know increasing threshold increasing vo2 and all, all that good stuff but you should also look at um doing sessions where you're changing cadence keeping at the same power up and down up and down up and down 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 up 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 just just mimicking what you're probably going to be doing on the road and just just constantly changing mixing and changing things up so when you're on the road and you're going into a headwind then all of a sudden you're going downhill you're going uphill you got a bit of a tailwind you're going you know you can then 
change to the road condition and it's um, you're efficient from all those um, miles you put in through the, the um, tr into the garage. So keep with it. I like it, um, and don't stress. You, you, if you do it properly, you'll end up smashing through spring in new new levels that you've haven't seen. Especially, you'll be you know levels. You go, man, I'm the fittest I've ever been for that first hour. After that, I you know I'm going to drop off a bit. But that first hour, oh hellraiser if you guys have any other questions jump on through to the website trainsmove.com until next episode hooroo